Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Scram, McFly. We're checking out the scene snobs. Hey, everybody. It's CJ Graham, Jason Voorhees. That's right. Friday the 13th, part six. And you're listening to the scenesnobs.com. Welcome to the Season Snobs Podcast. What's going on? Oh, Scene Snobs good. Ah. Oh, look at there. What's up, Frank? It's a pleasure to see you. Really excited. I got my Hi, pal. best garbs on. How you doing, buddy? Oh, you know what? Well, I just changed back from being a werewolf, so I'm stark naked. And it's <laughs> uncomfortable for everyone. I love the costume that you've chosen for this evening. Uh, yeah. Casey... The Madman plot is live via satellite footage from L.A. He's out in Los Angeles this week for work. Uh, well, that's two weeks, really. Yeah, that's two weeks, bro. I mean, it's it's going. This has been some serious work. A lot going on. Yeah, man. And uh, I'm still here in Virginia. Gorgeous as ever, by the by. Thank you. I did get a haircut. I did shave the beard for this green mess on my face. Um, and we, you know, it's not just Frank, Frankie, uh, over here or Frank's mon, Frank mon, Frankman, Frank mon. And then, uh, it's not just the man here as the where as the wolf man after changing back post werewolf, which is really the most terrifying thing ever is just running around naked. Like who wants that? We do have the King here, the man. Uh, very special guest tonight. We're going to be bringing him on in just a few minutes. We're going to cover the show. We'll cover a few things real quick, and then we're going to bring him on. Not only, I'm not going to give away his costume. Please don't. Not only does he fit the motif, and I promise you, we didn't all plan this. We didn't plan this at all. In fact, I was <laughs> just all. jumping on as a naked man, and then it got better. <laughs> it's true. We did just give, kind of give it to you. Uh, so I want to go through. I want to say hi to some uh, everybody watching right now. John, what's going on, buddy? Love having you. And Kenya, my friend. Uh, Whiskey's here. Uh, Kathleen. Uh, Casey, you seem to be missing something. He seems I am to not be missing it. It's right down below. Trust me. Got it's up right before. where it needs to be, and it's just hanging. Uh, Paul is here. Yo, Wild, this is why I watch you. Yeah, we get crazy. John, that's way more Casey than I expected to see. It's not a bad look, though. Oh, Thanks, man. Worry. I figured I'd try something different. <laughs> Kathleen. And naked Mick face. I know. I shaved the beard. I know. It's it's terrible. Maybe I should just wear green face more often. Uh, and, of you course, Ron. Fantastic. CRP. Looking like a buff tattoo. Justin Timber Wow. Naked. So, Ron's, Ron's drunk. Ron's drunk. Yeah. Ron's drunk. <laughs> um, welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, just so you guys know, it's our Halloween show. Woohoo! In and case you were so not sure. Excited. Surprise. We're so excited to be here. In fact, you know, it's our Halloween show. Before I bring our buddy on, I'm going to change up the color scheme just a little bit. No, that's Uh-oh. not good. I need, I, need, yeah. I need better orange. There, there we is. go. That's nice. Almost a burnt sienna, but not quite. I'm a fan. It's, it's almost pumpkin. 
It's a solid orange. I like that orange. Um, so we are here and we are enjoying it. Uh, we have quite a few topics to talk about tonight. But real quick, I did want to say something. I want to I want to get up on my soapbox for a second if I can. Here we go. Um, so we all know the news that came out of um, the film Rust. You know, I want to say rest in peace, Lena Hutchins, who uh, who was the director of photography on this movie, who was shot at, you know, because of a, a um, an unfortunate event that occurred on set. Uh, and the director, of course, uh, was also injured. Um, and I just want to say, like, I've been seeing a lot of memes that are really making fun of Alec Baldwin. Now, whatever you feel about Alec Baldwin as a person, I don't care. Like, I know he's... I. You know, I liked him on 30 Rock. I like some of his movies, but, but as a person, things I've seen, I, that, I set aside, like, that doesn't matter. We need to really stop being cruel with the the memes and stuff like that. Uh, it's not his fault. He didn't do anything wrong. Unfortunately, he was at the end of this incident. It was not his job to check. It was not his, you know, he is literally the talent. He was handed to him. It should have been checked on many steps since fault lies were fault lies. And we're going to let them handle that. Uh, you know, we're not here to say that, but really think about if you're going to be sharing these memes and things like that, because it's truly cruel to do that. The man is distraught enough. It's hardcore and it's just cruel at this point. And let's not be cruel. Let's be kind. Yeah, let's avoid any cruelness we can. This is a horrific tragedy and an absolute terrible accident. Uh, unfortunately, there are supposed to be steps in place to prevent that. There are supposed to be people whose responsibility is to make sure that this exact tragedy doesn't happen. Those steps failed. This was a mistake. A horrible, horrible loss of life. And uh, I don't think making light of the situation is positive in any way, nor does it further the conversation that needs to be had about protecting people in this yeah. career field. And there's a lot out there that I would say, don't make this a political issue about guns. It is a completely different thing. Just let's figure out, let the investigations go where they're going to go. Let that happen. Let's see what happens. But leave Alec Baldwin alone. Like, yeah, it's just cruel. It's not nice. And you're kind of a dickhead if you share it. So that's what we're right. going to say. But we're going we're gonna to get Moving into the fun on. stuff. Man. Let's get the <laughs> fuck out of that venue and welcome back. <laughs> now let's get to the Halloween. And we're going to bring on our guest, the man. The myth. The man. The legend. We've talked about this. He's been on the show before. He is a legend. He is. And he is the king of the night. Dracula. Hello, sir. Yo, what up? So... How's it going, guys? Tim, going I'm so great, happy man. to have you on, man. How you doing, buddy? Not too bad. Not too bad at all. It's uh, tough to talk in these things, but otherwise, we're doing all right. Well, I, I mean, if it, you man. look that good, you just got to commit, bro. We'll, we'll give it. We'll give it five, and then once everyone sees, we can. Uh, we'll get. We'll get in a better situation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we're all in theme tonight. Casey's the Wolfman after he trains, uh, changes back, transforms back. You, of course, are the man, Dracula. I'm doing my best to be Frankenstein. Ooh, oh ooh. yeah, and, you're crushing Frankenstein's monster. Let's not forget Frankenstein's we monster. Our, we got the creature here. So, see, I was. I was excited to see you be Ted Lasso. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know what? I was going to do that, but the stupid mustache kept falling off. 
So I was like, I can't do this. And plus, I looked a lot more like Farva. I was going to say, I know it was just because you were disappointed over the Farva aspect. So oh, it was hardcore farving. Well, this was the original plan the whole time. I was going to do, I even have like green sort of on my hands. Uh, <laughs> but it was, you know, this was the plan the whole time. Unfortunately, I should not shave my beard. Why? <laughs> you look fantastic. Face. You're crushing it. Thank you. Case. I appreciate Fantastic that. as always, bro. And now you fuck the haters, huh? We true. We do have a lot of fun people watching. Great people, actually. Uh, John Wasp, of course, Manscape episode. No, we. Oh, Manscaped, that's so strong. Dang, bro. It would be. It would be <laughs> if if we still were sponsored by Manscape. But we do love them, though. They are a great oh, product. Yes. Uh, Katie. Oh my God, everyone looks so good. Katie, thank you thank for you, watching. Katie. Um. Ron says both our hosts are well <laughs> well shorn. <laughs> so Ron, this is actually genetics. I unfortunately can grow no body hair. <laughs> I I love it. Uh, Al, don't say that. Then maybe we'll get Manscaped back. Uh, <laughs> I mean Manscaped. <laughs> it's all Manscaped. Um, Alex has had issues, but nobody should be thinking about that right now. You're right. True, dude. It was such an uh, awful accident. I was also thinking very much about the crow that day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just a lot of heartbreak. I'm glad you guys are on the same page. Um, <laughs> Don't worry, Kathleen, neither do we, ever. We're like the abyss in this son of a bitch. We never it's know when it's going to happen. It's very rare, but when I see something that I feel like I need to speak up on, I will do it. Um, we are not funny. We're not addicts. We're snobs, so we have to be snobby, and that's why we went real. Yeah, because I'm picking on her because of her shows. <laughs> Funny science fiction podcast and podcast addicts, check them out. True, uh, was not expecting Transylvania Tim. Look at that! Look at how good Tim right. looks. Amazing, dude! He's got the that straight Christopher Lee. This is the Hammer Dracula, bro. He's crushing it. I love that Katie's watching, and she's not watching because Tim was going to be on the show. <laughs> She didn't know he was going to be on the show, so I love you, Katie. Thank you, Kathleen. You're you're just missing Abbott and Costello. We're not missing them, are we? Though, <laughs> John, are we gonna are we being funny again? Because I still haven't seen Ron in a prom dress yet. Nobody wants that. Actually, no, it's a lie. I do want that. I I, I, I want that want too. That. Yeah. Radar. Never seen Casey without his head right. I know, it's, right? That's Halloween, though. You can't Maybe be so big. Yeah. I think they're just astonished you have hair because well, I've never seen it. Always a shocking reality of how much hair, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, vampires can't just take their fangs out, Tim. Commit to the bit. <laughs> oh, John called you, man. You got to keep them in. Uh, no. Hey, you know what? Do what feels right. <laughs> so says the naked guy. <laughs> Tim, looking like my, Tim looking like my creepy uncle from <laughs> the restraining order. <laughs> Oh, leave him alone. Wait, wait, wait. Your uncle is a is a vampire, Ron? That you got bigger problems, bro. Filed yeah. his teeth down, goes over to his house. Right? Like, I gotta be normal. <laughs> sometimes when they're set tragedies, you snad sad snobs. Yes, we do get sad snobs. Um sometimes. Very on occasion. You know, you know, January sixth, um, May twenty eighth. Um I could go on and on. Um thanks for calling them all out. Holy shit, it's been a rough year. Thanks a lot, buddy. Gotta be, gotta be <laughs> called out sometimes. Um, because Black Lives Matter. Uh thanks for plugging the show, guys. I appreciate the love. Absolutely. So 
We got to the comments. Now we're going to get to the topics. What? what, what? Now, this episode was birthed from, unfortunately, Dan could not join us tonight. He had a prior engagement. Um, we would have loved to have him, but we had Dan and Tim on Real Combat going head-to-head with their movies. And the champion is here <laughs> um, with Dracula has risen from the grave. So, I mean, it works. <laughs> I mean, it just he, he defended it through and through and then dressed as the man. That's crazy. Um, we talked, we, we were talking about the bar from Dracula's Risen to the Grave, which is a very cool looking bar. It was an awesome set. It's like an, almost like a log cabin type of place. Yep. Um, Casey would love to work there. I know. It. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I would love like a- to work in most of these bars in horror movies. Like I think it'd be fantastic because the bartender barely ever gets it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, Tim brought, had Tim had brought up the bar and how cool the bar looks. And actually I want to ask you a question, Tim, because now that I've seen the movie, off of your recommendation, does it does does it make you think like is it a German style? Kind of, I kind of get an American Revolutionary War time style. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the glasses are pretty. You know, you get your German traditional German glasses. The dress is pretty traditional, and the size, I would think, goes more towards a German pub as well. Like those are pubs in Europe are very intimate and much smaller. All space is much smaller in Europe generally outside of maybe your big cathedrals and stuff. So, I mean, I've only been to UK pubs, but uh, I, I definitely still got more of like a, a European, at least a European vibe out of it. Yeah, it's very yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah. And to me, like that American Revolutionary War style is very colonial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when I watched that show, uh, Casey actually turned me on to it. It was uh, Turn. turn? Mm-hmm. Yes, Turn. It gave me that type of feel. So okay. like it was it, very much like a, the Europeans came over and just built this. <laughs> sort of that, that's kind of what happened. All the right. look, the look I enjoy, but it was always it was always the vibe that I liked. Like it just that just looks like a raucous time. Not a lot of women in that bar, but otherwise a lot of fun. No, back then it was more about the um, we're going to go home and take the women sort of feel. Fair enough. Very, and then they get mad at Dracula for taking the women. It was very weird. <laughs> Well, they get mad at Dracula for a lot of things. I don't know if it was just taking the women. I think the whole murdering and turning them into the undead was maybe more problematic. Yeah, but it was Christopher Lee. So was he taking them, or were they like, yeah, make me immortal with you and have you Uh, Yeah, the the barmaid is definitely 100% into Christopher Lee, so much so (laughs) that she's very upset that she doesn't get Christopher Lee. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, there's a whole trance thing that vampires do. So can we really say they actually wanted him or were they under a trance the whole time? Uh, I no, I, I got the feeling that it was like Christopher Lee on set. Like, you know, I'm going to be in Star Wars one day, right? And this is, <laughs> this is like 1972. And he's like, I'm going to be in Star Wars one day as Count Dooku. Well, then there's also Peter Cushing there going, well, I'll be Grand Moff Tarkin about 20 years before you. So, <laughs> well, funny thing, this one wasn't Cushing. No, this what, is the not Van Helsing one? Just, No, yeah, there's no Van Helsing in this movie. There's uh, an yeah. atheist uh baker slash college student and yeah. a and a failed priest. It's a, it's an interesting case. You'd like this one. It's called Dracula has risen from the grave. Oh, I it, never did actually watch that one. Yep. Number no, four. I've only seen two hammers. Yeah, two hammer Dracula's if I seen. Okay. Yep. Uh, yes, Kathleen, we always have topics. We just Sometimes. never get to them. But exactly. No, this time we're going to get to them because <laughs> Tim and uh, Dan, when they were on the show, were actually talking about this based off of this conversation about pubs and bars from horror movies. 
and uh, just kind of, I wanted to get into it, like what pubs and bars would we, from a horror movie that we'd most like to spend time in, and also just like some of our favorites. So, uh, you know, Tim, because this was birthed from you, I'm going to let you go first. You know, why don't you name one that, one or two that you really would love to be in? Oh, let's see. Um, and we talked about some earlier, so I'll leave some for Casey. <laughs> But um, oh, that's one, okay. I just jump in. You're the important one. No one one bar one bar that's really cool actually is the uh, I think it's the Green Man bar from uh, the Wicker Man, 1973. Oh. Mm-hmm. So okay. like, not only does it look like a really awesome bar to be in, but like that whole scene where he comes in the you know as the constable from out of nowhere and like the whole bar just like record scratches and like mm-hmm. stares him down for a minute and then they all just kind of go back to partying, like. That that and it, you get another. We're also we're back in Europe. We're back in the UK actually for this one for that pub. But it just, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just feels like a really good time is had there. Now we know what eventually happens in the Wicker Man, obviously. But, um, but it, Wait, the, the whole, it's a very good atmosphere. Uh, yeah, you know, actually, I will go a step further with it as well. Like that original bar is pretty legit like that's one that i wouldn't mind hanging out in i get a very cheers vibe in it but with like more of a stoic crowd yeah it's it's the slaughtered lamb which is another bar from american werewolf in london without being as depressive right like right because that place is is awful like the slaughtered lamb everyone's annoyed and unhappy and sad and it's just well they're stuck in there yeah yeah yeah. well that's fair too They just got to drink and drink their whole lives. Uh, but the, you know what it is? Like with the Wicker Man, like they do have the fiddle going, you know, they're, they're really just enjoying it. It's a, fu- it's a really fun time. Yeah. Yeah. It's but a much better place. It's happier. It's, it's joyful. Now, when you find out why they're that way, let's not discuss that. Let's not focus on the why. Let's just have a party. Right, guys? That's what I'm saying. If you want to go to the bar, that's the experience yeah. you're looking for. Exactly. I mean, we don't, I mean, when you get to the bar, you're just looking for a fun time. What happens afterwards? That's, that's just the night, you know? That sounds like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but just as long as you remember, nothing good happens after 2 a.m., there probably wouldn't be Wicker Man incidents. It's true. That's true. That's true. So, hey, they needed light. So they lit them up. Uh, so, anyway, um, I will say this I do like that bar. Um, one that really, for me, that I kind of dig. All right, so like one that I really liked, but I'm not cool enough anymore to hang out in, is the bar from Death Poof. Death Poof. Proof. You'll get there. You go. I'll get there. Congratulations. I know I'm. I know I can hang out in that bar. Again, I'm not as cool as I used to be. I'd be like stuntman Mike without being cool. Uh, Well, first of all, pump the brakes, Chief. You'd be perfectly fine in there. In fact, I think you'd fit perfectly, especially the way you look now. Oh no, I know I'd be fine. I. I mean, I'm. I wouldn't like he doesn't come after me, he goes after women. It ain't me. I ain't gonna worry. My thing is I'm just don't I'd be like, eh, you know, I'm not in my twenties anymore. I'm like I'm like rounding home towards forty. Rounding home. <laughs> rounding home. home. I'm like <laughs> almost there. I'm like four months away from forty. I don't think I'm too welcome in this bar. <laughs> See, that's bullcorn. I think you could totally sit at the bar and enjoy yourself a couple beverages and accept the fact that you're not gonna Pull any tail, as the kids say. Don't need it anymore. Right, <laughs> holler. <laughs> but I will. Say, hey, I pulled tail in my twenties. Yeah, I remember that was what a decade ago. 
You shut oh. your mouth, you bastard. <laughs> um, oh, shit, you did know me in my 20s. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I will, for me, I like that bar. I would definitely eat the nachos. They looked delicious. Right. But uh, one bar I would not want to be in, hands down, and we talked about it earlier, is the Titty Twister from Dust from Dust Till Dawn. That, that's a tough bar to go to. I mean, half half the time it seems like a really hopping place. Half the time. Yeah. Half the well, yeah, it's specifically our time. Yeah. Uh, I am on the other side of the fence there. I think it'd be amazing. I would love to hang out with the Titty Twister. Are you kidding me? There's a guy there whose dick is a gun, guys. Like, I would be that one wandering table to table, like, hey, guys, 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 his penis is a gun. How cool is this guy, right? And he and just happens to be name... Tom Savini. Right, and his name is Sex Machine. Come on. A.K.A. Sex Machine. Come on. How are you not that amazing? Like, that would be the um, tits. Yeah. And I... Selma Hayek is going to dance there. You're going to have stunning women all over the place. You're going to have Danny Trejo as your bartender, bro. Come mm-hmm. on. And if I'm going to become a vampire, where else do I want to be? At said bar. No, because you're enslaved there. No, you're a vampire. You're having a blast. They're all enslaved. She says well, it. You go gonna... wander outside and talk to Cheech Marin. I'm sure it's a great time. From I'd what? So like eight hours a night, maybe. Hold it's on. Like... Mick, Mick, Mick. Aren't we all slaves technically to the jobs that we have to do and the things we have to do to ourselves to make money and get in through in this society? That's true. There's Not room and board there. Where where are you where else are you going? I don't know. Maybe again, it's the forty-year-old in me, but I'm like, I don't know if I, I, I'm like, I guess I'm getting curmudgeony when it comes to bars because I'm like, I don't know if I want to be here. Oh no, <laughs> I, mean, I don't like normal speed? bars. But that bar, I'd be all about because that bar, I would become the undead and live forever and have a blast hanging around gorgeous women who are just all like, you know, naked and vampire-y. See yeah. that bar. That bar reminds me of a bar that we have around here. It's called uh, it's called Mulligans. And so my buddy went there one day, and they were having an exhibitionist show, like where people were hanging from their piercings. No idea that was going on. Was not advertised outside the bar at all. But he just happened to be there the night that that show was going on. That's it's one of those things where it's like go for a pint of Guinness and, at Mulligans, and then all of a sudden you are in for something you were not ready for. That that. I mean, again, like when I, if I, I think back to 29 year old me and I'm like, game on, <laughs> I'm like, anything is fun for me. I'm all about it. Uh, and then I think to 39 and I'm like, but I'm tired and my knees hurt. And like, the, uh, the now when you're the undead, when you're the undead, all of those problems go away and all you have is hunger. And since <laughs> I already have hunger every day. Might as well just make that the only big thing I have to worry about. But I'm a giant, and I would need way more blood than the other vampires, and they'd get mad at me. They'd get (laughs) mad 100% and try and stake me themselves. Uh, You make a good point about the gun penis thing. It cannot be denied. I think, uh, I don't know if I agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) Why are the women saying that? (laughs) Also, Snake Woman is very important. Oops, exhibitionism. (laughs) 29-year-old me is on par with 39-year-old me. Let's put on someone's tombstone. Oops, exhibitionism. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Oops, exhibitionism. That might be on mine after this one. Yeah, but Clive Barker can hang out at the Titty Twister. Oh, no, at the Mulligans. That's what she means. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at Timmy's got. Oh, Tim, I love the fact that you're drinking blood. I really appreciate that. 
Tim it comes looks... prepared, man. This he's a horror guru. Yeah, I do, I do my best. Well, your, your best stuff, is man. fantastic and way more than the rest of us. So well done, sir. It's true. It's true. Uh, so with with that being said, what are some bars that for you guys in in horror movies you're like I'm staying away from there at all costs? Tim, what you got? Feast. Uh, I am staying out of the bar and feast oh so much. Uh, it looks like nothing but a bad time, and everyone is pissed off. Like, yeah. That doesn't even look like a bar I want to drink in. That looks like in a bar that you'd walk in in, like, South Boston, and you just would not – like, they would just not let you in. They oh, just eye you down the whole time, and you'd walk out. Yep. No, there are places like that where they're all staring at you the whole time, and it's like, I just want this beverage. And they're like, no. Yeah. Now, as far as great bar scenes in horror movies, because this is like kind of two things, right? There's great bars in horror movies and there's great horror scenes in bars. Now, the horror scene in Feast is awesome and it's all in the bar and Henry Rollins is in that movie. And there's not really much more that needs to be said about that movie other than Henry Rollins is in it and that craziness ensues. Pretty much covers it. Yeah. I remember, a lot of people don't remember though with that movie. I'm sure you guys do. Uh, that was part of, at the time, I think it was Bravo, but it was uh, Wes Craven and Ben Affleck and Matt Damon teamed up to do Project Greenlight. Oh, yep. Yeah. And that was the first Project Greenlight movie, and it was Clue Gallagher's son, a Gulliger, Clue Gulliger's son, who did it, John Gulliger, and that was his movie. Yeah, let me so tell you, to... for someone to get a Project Greenlit and to get a, at least a 5 out of 10 on, you know, IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes, like, kudos to that person, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, some people think that's a rough score, but, like, to get in that range and with a horror movie that was greenlit on Bravo, I mean, it, it's it's not a perfect movie by any means, but it's worth watching, especially in as far as great, like, horror scenes and bars, like, it's it's definitely up there. Well, that's like a completely oh, yeah. random one with uh, Adam Baldwin in Thirst. I don't know if anyone else heard or watched of Thirst, but that was a pretty awful low-end movie that was greenlit as well through that that project. Yeah, this, I mean, I mean, listen, again, kind of going back, zombies, zombies, zombies. That was also made. I know because I'm in it. <laughs> Which the bar in Zombies, Zombies, Zombies is very similar to another bar, like say in Demon Night. So, uh, Zombie Zombie Zombies was a fantastic bar to go to because what was his name, Mick? What was the gentleman's name who was kind of the semi hero? Johnny Backhand Vegas. Johnny Backhand <laughs> Vegas. You're gosh darn tootin'. His and pimp, I will continue to bring this up. His hand is strong. He says that. Those are words that were lines that were then. Used by an actor. It was fantastic. <laughs> I got nothing on Zombie Zombie Zombies guy, but I feel like I need to watch it now. Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> There's a giant zombie, you'll notice, during a hallway scene going back and forth, smashing against walls, and it could be none other than our very own McManhat. There it is. It was, it was me. And now that you've seen me with no facial hair, you'll recognize me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you might have, I might have gotten away with it if I didn't shave my face. Um, yes, I was in that movie. I was in a few movies, but uh, that was definitely one of them. Not as good uh, as that one, though. So, no. so like, you're are you Mick Manhattan on IMDb? Like, is it like when I look up Joe Bob, he shows up in, as Bloom? I am no, I am I am more like Joe Bob. My my real name is being used, so I will send you the page, but I'm not giving it up on the show. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you're not, huh? No, come on, don't no, stop, stop being naked. 
Drink your sake. Uh, <laughs> I will say this, though. Uh, as far as bars go, you know, I need a good old-fashioned American bar like to what? hang out in. And now if time isn't an issue, if um, dying isn't an issue, I am hanging out 100% in the Winchester. Yep. Bing. You said you wanted an American bar. Yeah, it's a, that's an American bar. Although the Winchester it's, was in the UK, it is. That's what they, that's what they said. Oh, it's said. Okay, I didn't. I didn't know if I didn't know where that was filmed. Is that I'm sorry. I don't care what country you say you're from. If you walk out of a bar at three o'clock in the morning singing "White Lines" by Grandmaster Flash and the Fab Five, it's an American bar. Blowing through my mind. <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> Stop being naked and drink your stuff. That's going to be tomorrow's review of the show. Yes, it uh, is. That's it right there. That's the tagline. Stop being naked and drink your sake. I might yeah. actually, exhibitionism. I might actually change Oops, exhibitionism the as the headstone. I love that. I might actually change the name, the title of this episode to "Stop Being Naked, Drink Your Sake." Uh, it works out well, you know. Um, no, so accidental it's, universal. It is accidental universal. You're right. So, what's a bar that you guys would desperately like? Okay, so you, some of us were torn on the titty twister, but can we all agree the bar from Near Dark is a dismal, just hellscape of a place to hang out it's in? It's because, a nightmare. Yeah, it does I mean, look a little, that's a tough one. Yeah. Take the vampires out of it, and it still looks like it sucks. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going there, man. That's that's you go there because your friend said, "Bro, you got to check this place out." So you go over and check this place out, and you realize he's only been to three places in his whole life life outside of his house. So it's unfortunate and it's sad, and you have to be like, "Oh yeah, it's great." Looks like the place where they don't ke- uh, clean their beer line, so you just get like super drunk or like sick <sighs> off draft beer. So you only yeah. When yep. in doubt, always uh, you know grab a glass of you know whatever they have. It could be you know could be thing of. You know, Bud Light or Miller Light, but if it's in a glass, it's much better than than draft. If you don't trust the bar, you never ever trust the bar lines, man. Like and, if you if you and, walk in and you question that, yeah, do not trust the the or at least ask for a runoff. Be like, would you just give me a whole pint and then dump it, and I, then I'll take the next one. I remember yeah. watching an episode in Bar Rescue where like he went back in their bar lines, and I like ever since then I'm just like, if I don't know this bar. <laughs> Or if it's not a brewery, I'm probably, and they only serve like two beers, like probably just going to ask for a can or a, you know, a glass bottle. Well, as someone who has worked in a older bar and uh, for some time, always ask for the runoff. Just saying. That was a, just saying. You told me runoff. that, you asshole. Yeah, you go fuck yourself. I just gave you the runoff because I am not a douchebag. That's why I love you. Another bar I think I'd love to go to, but I don't know if I'd want to go to, is the bar. So I don't think it has a name, but the Stanley Hotel Bar uh, in The Shining. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Only oh, during the summer. A great bar. No, when there's parties going on and galas and events, that would be amazing. Now, during it is summer. an amazing looking bar, but I don't know if I'm ready to sell my soul for a drink. If you go during the summer, you're fine. Also, that bartender is mean. Like, mm. he's... And he follows you into the bathroom. No, like, that was Grady. Grady was the other I one. mean, that's literally oh, what oh, I did. That's where I learned how to be a bartender. <laughs> no, you were a nice bartender. People liked you. 
Yeah, but um, I still forced everything on them. Like, you know you want this next one. That's true. That is true. Uh, I will say thank you to John, but because Katie's upset and wants to know where the IMDb page is, just go to thescenesnobs.com. There's a link to the IMDb right there, and you can find Ooh. me from there. Um, I will say, what is it? In the movie, it's the gold room. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, because there are other bars. It's not just that one. That was just like where the all big gala parties were. I'll tell you, that's one of the tougher things about this is actually finding the name of the bar. Like, remember going, I was like, oh, yeah, I know all these bars, but what is the name of the of the Wicker Man bar? Oh, it's the yeah. Green Man bar. You might see it signed like one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you've got to catch it like and figure out what it is. Well, that was a slaughtered lamb. I barely remembered it was a slaughtered lamb until we verified that. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, you know, for me, like, I never, I've never really, like, the Titty Twister I knew, um, the Gold Room I know, but only John reminded me. So, like, it was straight up a needed to be reminded. But most of the time, like, Slaughtered Lamb I kind of knew, because I think that, I think that's become more popular over time. Mm -hmm. Like, well-known. Because I think some band called themselves the Slaughtered Lamb. They probably played there. There's other ones. There's <laughs> so uh, one of the spots that I can tell you we absolutely never want to go to, and especially this is an old age comment. So you brought up the old age thing, and I've got a couple spots that we should never go to. Queen of the Damned. Don't go to that fucking club. Oh God. Just don't do it. What about the what about the rave club from Blade? Oh, bro. That I would one hundred percent go to the rave club from Blade. <laughs> Watching that movie the other day, like. I don't care if there's blood coming from the ceilings. Like that, that place looks wild, right? It does, but in the way you're dressed, you're safe. But... Yeah, I mean, I would like so I got like a vest on and stuff under the. I dropped the cape, but I think otherwise I could make it work. I'd probably open the yeah. shirt a little bit because like you have to get that like two thousands like grubby like European look where you're just like the open shirt and like. You look like you you're either coked out or you know been on Molly for God knows how long and like fuck just... yes the classic Stephen Dorff look yeah it, it, sure. Stephen Dorff who's in that film he yeah like that's his look. in his fucking blue commercial ads he still looked exactly the same twenty years later it's like is the it, same it, bar from like they it's like they filmed it from the same bar from uh, Bad Boys Two which is <laughs> oh my god and that's from yeah. Armageddon he shot an Armageddon in that bar too. No way! That's the one where the the, yeah. the sex scene when Stephen uh, Buscemi is hooking up with a chick. Yeah. Yeah. When they have like it's like, crazy and they have the VIP section, all the guys yep. are, like you're hogging all the women, and it's like that's the same bar where uh, Will Smith is like looking at the chick's foot or whatever and like doing his little weird head wow. thing from Bad Boys. Yeah. Yep. But who's who's the Russian who runs that bar? That's Strohmeyer, right? Peter Str- yeah. I'm trying to. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, never been in a horror bar, but like he should have been. He'd be, he's like the best. Like, oh man, I love he's the best everything. I mean, his Lucifer was fantastic. I think that was the best devil I've ever seen on screen. And I put that above Pacino's Devil's Advocate. He also does a great vampire voice in the Castlevania show. Uh, he's yeah. uh, God, uh, he's the Viking uh vampire, yeah, yeah. blanking on the name, but <laughs> I would, you know, what for me, I would love to go to the vfw bar from vfw vfws are generally a good spot i've only been to a couple like in in hometown but like those are there's some hard people in that bar but like it's a generally a good time and they always serve stiff drinks 
Like, yeah, I grew oh, yeah, up yeah, yeah. in the VFW. No one's underserving yeah. at the VFW. Yeah, my grandpa was don't one of like the presidents. You. Yeah, one of the presidents of the VFW. So I already, I that was part of my life, bro. I'm good. I know yeah, what's I, happening there. I'm fine. Yeah, they uh, they don't like when you order iced water. No, I'll tell you that much right it's now. A dick move, Nick. It's a dick move. It is not a dick move. Sometimes you just need a little drinky drink of water um, to quench the thirst to get to the beer. Uh, I will say this though, but the actual movie VFW, it'd be cool to hang out with William Sadler and all the rest of them. <laughs> but I can get that in like you know Demon Night. I can get old Billy Sadler hanging out and serving me drinks. Yeah. So we do have to talk about the bar and Demon Night because we, we, we brought it up a couple of times. Casey, I'll let you lead the way on this one. All right. Well, I think it's actually one of the better spots to go to if I know that no one's going to kill me because down the street we have the really good barbecue. Right. So you got the good food on the way to them. And then there you can also get drunk and crash in a nice bed. Now, the view is fantastic because you're on the highway, a random highway where you're off the general beaten path and you can get drunk and safely fall asleep, get up and just keep on cruising. There also happens to be a stunning young lady who would be more than happy to take her time making sure that you're comfortable during your stay. So, I mean, really, it's a win, win, win. Comfortable is like a loose term. Yeah, I use it loosely. I'm also naked on live internet, so I mean, whatever. <laughs> you see, how many bottles of sake did you have before? Only seven. Started? I don't know why everyone's freaking out about this. It's seven, right? <laughs> it's totally fine. Dude. The, the Dream Bar and Demon Night, though, the, my favorite part about it is not only, you know, there's beautiful women there, but Dick Miller finally gets his. That man is one of the hardest working men in show business. And he, yeah, he gets possessed, but he doesn't get blown up. He doesn't get murdered by kill bots or, you know, tied up by tiny toys. Like he, he gets his and he gets, he gets what he's looking for. And, you know, it doesn't end well, but if there's a way to go, that's definitely got to be one of the ways up there. That was a great way to go. That was fantastic. I think he was kind of happy with that way to go. Uh, Who wouldn't be? And Billy Zane is my bartender? Come on. I mean, and he, he like, sells that whole scene. Like, he eats that – like, he eats the screen in the entire movie. And, like, I know – probably talked about Demon Knight before, but, man, like, that movie, not only is it a great bar, but it is a great, like, horror movie in general. And it, really one, it seems to be rediscovered now, but, like, it did not get its due in its time. Oh, it never did. And it was one of my favorites growing up. It was one of those that I had the opportunity, like my stepdad was like, we can stay up late and watch this when it hit network television. Mm -hmm. I was like, holy crap. Like it was a big deal. I would love that movie. And then I just recently, actually a month ago or beginning of this month, I got to share that with someone who'd never seen it before. And it just blew their mind. They're like, wow, this is a great movie because it really was. It's a lot of fun. It's absurd. There's great deaths. You know, Jada Pinkett Smith crushes it. Yes, yeah, she was wonderful. CC um, Founder yeah. was so good. Her arms ripped off for half the fucking movie, and she's amazing with that. <laughs> yeah, that one kills it. Uh, Bortello of Blood, it's all right. I I yeah. like it, but I like I like the cheese, and like I'll never say an ill yeah. word about anything from Tales from the Crypt. Even the bad episodes, I love because Same. the Crypt Keepers in it in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, and Dennis Miller is still funny. I yeah, mean, Dennis yeah, Miller is it's, funny. Yeah. It's very tongue in cheek oh, and it's very yeah. absurd. But if you're okay with that, it's great. Yeah, if you're like have a martini while you like watch like kind of like a guilty pleasure movie, like I think it, I think it fits. But you you have to be in the mood. Oh yeah, I, Demon Knight. There's it's 
there's not a lot of times I'm not in the mood to watch that movie. I love it. Um, and you know, Bordello of Blood is one that I am never in the mood for. And Angie Everhart, when I was a you know young t- young teenager, not even a teenager, preteen, was definitely worth always watching, in my opinion. But uh, I just couldn't. I don't know what it is. I don't think Dennis Miller's sarcasm belongs in horror movies. Hey, you know, at least they tried something. I know. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. It was something different. Uh, yeah, but Demon Knight is the number one, in my opinion, on on the Tales from the Crypt movie um, list. Uh, and, and that bar is pretty... I mean, if I don't know I'm going to die, yeah, that's a bar that I'm cool with. Like, Titty Twister... Like that's a they're not you're not getting an easy death. Yeah, it's a hard way to go. And I really I still maintain that it's pr- like the like with the Aztec type of castle that is in, below the titty toaster. It's it's probably run like the Church of Scientology. So everyone they turn into werewolves is probably like the ones that they're. I'm not throwing out interviews or anything for it you know vampires i'm probably the one that has to like wear a jumpsuit and like clean things with the toothbrush while getting kicked all the time like i think that's more the speed that the people the patrons of that bar become and you have to live a thousand years before they're like all right your turn you know because at once every thousand years you've got a george clooney who rolls in and it's like i'm gonna kill everybody up top and then you move up Maybe, or while you're down there, you could have like uh, you could show up and be like, "Yo, I'm Quetzalcoatl, reborn, Beatrice." Like, you know, there's you never know. Like, you just have to figure out what part of like Mayan or Aztec culture you are, and then decide if you're supposed to like you know maybe play basketball with the uh, heads of your enemies. As long as you can fit in, you sure. should be fine. Yeah, I I don't know. I can't do it. I would definitely go like ultimately with the Wicker Man. With um, the slaughtered lamb, you know, all of these bars where like you're going to die if you step foot into them. I would prefer the ones that I don't know that I'm going to die. Like I'm going in and I'm leaving, and I don't know that I'm going to die in it. Tim, like, not leaving, but like you know, for you. Which one falls in line for you? So if there's one you know you're walking into drunkenly, you have no concern in your life in the world, which one are you walking into? Death proof. Because <laughs> um, uh, then I walk out. I know I do. I'm not a woman. Um, and I don't have nice feet, so Tarantino's not killing me. Um, all right. If I really have to choose the one from Ble- My Bloody Valentine, it is a dive bar through and through. It is, but the I, party I, in the mines is better. <laughs> right. Wait, wait, are we talking the remake? I'm talking about the original. Oh, I'm talking about the original oh, as well. They party in the mines. Yeah, the that's true. They do party in the mines, yeah. but I'm I'm too old for the mines, so I have to go to the bar. The bar's cool. Like I, that was another one I had on the list for sure. Be stuck um, with the foosball table. Yeah, I mean, like I, Casey's my bartender. We're kind of just chilling out. Hopefully, by that point, he has clothes on. If he doesn't, I'm still cool with it. You know. It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people are really shocked over the naked thing. It's kind of nice. What's up, he just doesn't have a shirt on. Calm down. <laughs> I'm just, I'm sticking to that right now. Right. Um, <laughs> yep. That's the one I'm going with. 
Uh, I do want to say, uh, like, we do have another topic I kind of wanted to get to. Uh, well, wait, wait, I wasn't done because I had one oh, more. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. There. I one more, just one more I have yeah, to Yeah, I'll throw out some honorary mentions after that and yes, we can move please, on because I have a lot to say about the next time. All right, all right, you guys go. You guys go. Okay, so I only have one club I would go to, only one. Only one legitimate club that I would go to. I understand the Blade thing seems cool as shit, but for me, it's the American Werewolf in Paris. Being underneath mm. that church, that cathedral, and partying in there would be rad as all get out. So if I didn't know I was going to die, and I mean, unfortunately, with werewolves, you're just torn to shreds. There's no real getting out of that. So uh, if I had a spot to go, that would be it. Yeah. So but before I get on to the honorary mentions, you say clubs, Did was the Lost Boys, was that a club with the dude with the saxophone? Or was no, that, that, was just like, that was the beach. They were just partying. They were just hanging out. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, but that would be also a really sick uh, place to check out. Fuck yeah. So uh, honorary mentions uh, the bar in Gremlins. We have Dory's Tavern. Now, what mm-hmm. I I think I'd like to drink there. It seems like it'd be a cool place to drink, but I like that scene is just incredible. Probably I always look at Gremlins more as a Christmas movie, but it, a lot of people look yeah. at it as horror. So I'd throw that one in there. And then the bar from Grabber's. Uh, 2012 uh, uh, Irish movie. Now that is a bar I'd want to drink in, and those people get drunk, like yeah. they go for it in that movie because yeah. they kind of have to. Now I'm not gonna. It's no spoilers, but um, like that bar, they they get after it at that bar quite a bit. So those are those are two. And then all like just to say like, if you watch any Universal or Hammer movie, ninety percent of them start in a bar or yeah, they hold. Like, cause like the guy comes into town, he goes to the tavern, he someone says something foreboding to him and then, you know, chaos ensues, but there is always people at the bar. So, I mean, that, those are uh, like, every one of those has a good pub. The invisible man has a good pub. Dracula's got a good pub. Like, you know what? That's to answer Jack for a second. The invisible man pub is pretty righteous. That is a pretty cool pub. That's a, that's a cool one as well. And like, it always seems like in the early ones, it's kind of like a safe spot, right? Like your safe room is the pub because everyone's there. The town gathers at the tavern. You can't be messed at with at the tavern. And then it's when you leave is when all you know chaos ensues. Every time. Versus like seventies and eighties and beyond, like the action comes to the to the bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? That's and I do like that breakup that you made. You pointed that out at the beginning of the show too. Um, that the chaos does ensue. Um later movies and it is like it's almost like a hub in the original like the, the meeting place like you you know i'm just reiterating everything tim says so i'm smart who's the, who's the frankenstein and who's the dracula here hey that's that's directly out of how to make friends uh and uh and influence people and they, influence they just people, say yeah. what they said back and keep asking questions those are your two stare at them <laughs> that's staring a lot right of eye contact. Face. Lot of we've, eye contact. Made, we've made this po- podcast the most popular of all time because I just repeat what the guests say. I will say, like to Katie's point and to your point about the, the beach party, being from Jersey, the shore, we've had lots of those. Plus, from living in LA, like Venice does that all the time. Um, those are fun. Not bars, so I'm not going to take it away, but, like, that is a place, like, if we're talking about, like, venues to go hang out in, if we, like, expanded it a little bit more, yeah, that would be one that I would want to hang out in. That would be a party that night that I want to hang out on um, in Santa Carla. Yeah, but then it, you've got to add beaches in then, too, because then there's party at Horror Beach, like, from the 50s. Like, there's, yep. yeah, the greasers are snapping oh, and doing their yeah. thing. 
Yes. We need, we need to that. save that one because I want to have that conversation too. <laughs> oh, no. there are a lot of fun ones. Oh, man. Oh. Beach, beach horror is incredible. Yes. Greaser horrors too. Let's do this Ooh. thing. Let's get across the board. Oh, I got man. bikers on bikers. Let's do it. Love it. Um, yeah. You know what? For me, though, like uh, bars are quintessential uh, to horror movies. I feel like they show up in all the best ones. I'm not saying that you have to have one to have a great horror movie. But let's let's face facts. If you have a bar in your horror movie, it's probably a pretty damn good horror movie. Well, only would in a bar could you get away saying, you know what? You know, his wife's all right. She's good enough. I'd take her camping. <laughs> oh, my God. What movie was that again? That was like... I uh, remember, but that's uh, the bar I want to go to in Jacksonville, <laughs> Florida. So, so Tim, there's like me, eight people in a plywood yeah. shack. <laughs> no, 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 no. Remember, he flew his plane and he landed on the runway. And <laughs> he so, landed in the water. He had an amphibious plane, bro, and he taxied no, up to a place. He, I'm pretty he sure. He did have... No, no, he did do that. You're right. Okay. It was okay. an amphibious plane, but the bar wasn't... It, it was a runway. You're and right. then he yes. picked up and yep. then he went later to on right. the water. So here's this here's the basic premise of this movie. Um and Tim will probably know it because he knows 60s right uh, horror movies. <laughs> it was some scientist in the bayou was making alligator people. Isn't it just called alligator people with Lon Chaney? Holy son of a bitch, that's it. I don't know. Uh, gravy. I think I know I know correct. he's like, it's like a cross mutation. I think that's like one of Lon Chaney's like I was really drunk like in, like in the end of my career movies. <laughs> oh, that, wasn't that his whole career though? Well, oh, yes, no, but that was like black and white. on, no, on no, the downward the on the. I'm trying to remember if it was because that's the only one I can think of. There is an it. alligator movie, people, uh, alligator people movie. This was like one of those. Oh, what do they call it? It was almost like the the Mister. Oh, oh, I got it! I got it! It's, no, wait, no, that's the name of the article. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, can't remember. I don't have this one. That was the one I got. I've only seen like one movie about alligator people in, in the Bayou. The dark swamp so it's matter not, or something. It may not be alligator people as much as it is. I think some of them were like crossbred with alligators. Some of them were like frog. I don't know. It was like weird, but it was like the scientist living in this house that had a greenhouse with a pool in it. It was weird. It was a weird thing. Weird. But so a guy, so a guy, I guess, is going to look at land or whatever. I forget the premise there. He flies his plane in. He yeah. goes into this bar hotel thing that's on the runway. He, he legit flies his plane right up to where this bar was, gets out and goes in the bar. And he's like, hey, I have reservations to stay here. Goes into the bar. So what happened was he was supposed to meet a business partner that he'd never met before. They were working over the phone. And they... The guy's wife killed that business. You know, uh, the business partner's wife kills him with her, her lover, and they assume the identity. Oh. So this guy shows up so they could steal like this guy's money or whatever. This sounds like that really bad piranha movie. It was right on par. It was yeah. not it was piranhas, right on I know par. That. But I know it's, that's not what it is, but like yeah. that one's like because like that one's about like diamond heisters and like right. Honestly, so this weird. one this one felt almost like Fletch. Like Fletch 2. It was Fletch 2, but just really poorly done and awful dialogue. And it was so one of the bad. best lines they have. One of the best lines, yes. Which, please. So he goes into the bar just to set it up. The woman is beautiful. 
so he goes into up to the bar. He's like, hey, I'm supposed to meet such and such. And he's like, well, she didn't show up, but his wife is here. Uh, and I think she's ready to take you out. And he's like, really? What's she like? He's like, I wouldn't mind taking her camping. And it was just out of the blue. And you're like, it's like, it's like RoboCop. It's like, I'll buy that for a dollar. Yes. 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 But at least like in RoboCop, they play that like 70 times. So, you know, like the joke on that, this was straight up. Like the bartender was just like, I would take her into the woods. I wouldn't mind taking her camping, which it's a swamp area. So it's it, the the implication there feels very much like he would torture and murder her. Yeah, well, it was it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. But hilarious we, though. We have to find that darkness waits. Darkness falls. There's a darkness, bro. It's darkness something. I'm gonna we'll, find we'll this. Get there. I'm gonna find this line. I'm gonna send it to Tim. Um, we're gonna somehow work it in. I'm gonna find it and I'm gonna edit it into the the podcast version of this because it's just Please too do. good. Just randomly pop in and be like, "Hey guys, I found it. It's this," and then. Boop. All night long, it's like check this out. Uh, it's just—it's so weird. It's a weird line. I'm sorry. It's just, and Casey and I both—we were just in passing. It was on TV, and Casey yeah. just looked at me like, "Did he just say that? <laughs> he say he's going to take her?" Take her he was cool taking her into the middle of the woods, and perhaps I don't know, decapitating her, or just hanging out and camping. Like, what's the level there? Does that mean you enjoy the quiet time? Would you like to be around her with a fire? Maybe you want to make s'mores and hot dogs. I don't fucking know what it means to want to go camping with someone, but it feels like in 1978 that meant some shit. True. And this was this wasn't even 78. It was like 62. So you Close knew it enough. meant some shit. Like you know, either we go camping and you do as I want, or I'm leaving you for the alligator people. But and it just bro, was. Weird. It could also mean I need you to help me ford this river with a Conestoga wagon. Like we don't know. Was so long we ago. That's ancient history, bro. We don't know. The world may never know. The world may never know. And there know. it is, so, Tim. Thank so you. that's a bar I wouldn't want to go to. Um, <laughs> so just, just I, I on the other would totally fucking go there, man. That place would be awesome. You know why? Because I'm safe. I'll be fine. True, true. <laughs> uh, Casey, no, Casey wouldn't be safe. He'd get beat up because he'd be like, don't go camping with this guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Every woman that walked yeah. in there is like, don't it's go camping. It's a bad idea. No one go camping with anyone who randomly says they want to go camping with you. Don't do it. Don't do yeah. it. Um, speaking of alligator people, I look like one. But um, so... Let's get into because we're, we're running low on time. I want to get into the uh, second topic of today. Uh, <laughs> Halloween, Halloween specials that we feel like we best fit in. Oh, I was giving this some thought. And I wasn't quite sure where I would fit, um, but I wanted to hear what you guys had to say. And Tim, I know you said you had some some lockdown. Like, what, what do you think? It's so this one I've I've. I've only discovered over the past couple of years, but it is 100% the first three Roseanne Halloween specials. That, that house and how it's done is like, I grew up, I grew up in, in the Roseanne house. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, yeah. it, like they went a little harder. Obviously they have a TV budget. They can do certain things, but like there's decorations in that show that, that my mom owned, like the, the like kind of like cut out skeleton, the paper skeleton that's on the door. Like we had that decoration and there's like, there's decorations in that, in that, uh, in that TV special, especially the first one that I can pick out immediately. Now four and beyond get a little out there and not so good, much like Roseanne itself, but the first three seasons, 
and like of the of the horror specials are are very very good and like the family feels very relatable like john goodman like they feel like very real and like the halloweens they have feel like halloweens you could have like there's not a lot of like supernatural or high hijinks it's like oh like we're gonna have people over for um halloween my daughters are probably a little too old for it and they're they're not into it anymore like you get all those vibes which you know i've seen a lot of their halloween specials like uh, a lot of people like uh home improvement as far as like in that timeline as well and that was never as much of a show that i watched but uh those ones a lot of other people feel you know could probably be in that realm as well but uh definitely i would go with roseanne first i mean there's other halloween specials i love but um but that's the one as far as like if i fit into one and like how i would like work into it like that would be that would be probably the universe as far as a guy a kid from the midwest growing up like that's can't get any closer (laughs) that's fair absolutely yeah case how about you bud bro i am uh being a new englander it was always uh, TGIF block. So Tim and I are very similar on that range. Like it was always that matter of between family matters, full house, anything along those lines. I, it, that's where I fit. You know, I fit in those kind of that area, you know, that, that same style where, yeah, you run around and you have fun trick or treating and then you grow out of it. And then your kid sister wants you to come along and you're like, nah, I'm too cool for you. And you run out and wind up, getting into a catch-up fight with this other rival gang down the street and you know that's that's about the worst of it so yeah it's i kind of fits like step by step man it was so. did full house have a lot of them i'm trying i know i know I uh, family two. matters did two that mm-hmm. i can remember with yeah. Full house uh family matters had a lot that was yeah family matters family. Had a ton i know Every a lot of people always did really like that one i love that one that was one of my favorites absolutely and i mean urkel so kind of perfect. Jaleel White. Yeah, well, he was way more attractive. Don't, it's not like a similar face thing. Don't, not, <laughs> it's a, it's a personality style, okay? A- Stop being mean to yourself. <laughs> Put on some damn pants, you hippie. Um, <laughs> go to Venice, you hippie. <laughs> um, I, I would, uh, I'd have to say that at my age, like if, if at, you Casey kind of knew me in my twenties and he's heard stories. Like I think in my like teens or twenties, like any Buffy special, I'd be like, yeah, I'm in let's fight some demons and shit. hundred fucking percent. Yeah. But now that I'm 39, I've settled down and I only go to haunted hotels until they kick me out. Um, for about 25 minutes for about 25 minutes when I give the room away. Uh, (laughs) now I'm more like the modern family Halloween specials. Where it's just like you want to try and scare the hell out of the neighbors as best you can. It's it's almost it's like you're a normal family until it's Halloween and it's like I'm going to hang dead bodies from trees in front of my house. I I can kind of feel that because I'm only we're only what four or five months in this house and I literally went and grabbed a giant Halloween flag and planted it where the American flag was previously <laughs> and just and you I just, wasted. We got blue lights. We got orange lights outside. We just said Halloween has arrived on this block, and we are the yes. corner house, and it, it is here now. Bravo, Tim. Bravo. Tim, Tim Bicycle, uh nobody ever expects the naked man. Nobody naked ever does. And hey, you know what? Two out of three times it works out. First of all, if, you're, if you've watched this show before, and you don't expect somebody to be naked at any point, 
then you don't know anything about you have no fucking clue who i am no clue he's the (laughs) madman um underwear knows no bounds in this in this place um underwear's underwear knows no legs or crotches right now so that's how we know you guys are good people because we're naked and celebrate halloween Uh, (laughs) we're on the internet Go to any other podcast that's going on this week. I bet you none of them are dressed the way we are. As universal creatures. Great job, everybody. Accidentally perfect. Congratulations on being accidentally perfect. We did it, people. I I, I do want to give, because she's watching, good credit, because they're hanging up on my wall. It's the artwork of Katie. I have to like it. Damn it. And it's the creature from the Black Lagoon chilling at the pool. Uh, It is... The Bride of Frankenstein, you know, drinking her hot latte. And uh, it's Dracula chilling out in some blood, listening to some music. That's awesome, bro. And I really like how you gave us that Cloverfield effect. As you just I did. Went, Look at all this stuff. <laughs> I brought another monster into this show. I love it. So right, uh, bravo. Which I, I want- really like that one. And I want to go to that party. I want to go to a rooftop party for New Year's where I get hammered before a giant Godzilla-like monster comes down and destroys the world. I do not want to do that. At all. In any way, shape, or form. Fair. All right. I can't outrun outrun myself. How am I going to outrun? in each column. Tim, where are you at on that? I I mean, it it seems like a good time. It doesn't last very long, though. And everyone seems kind of pissed at each other. Like, you know, like, that's a catty group of individuals. Actually, yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. They were all shit humans. But notwithstanding. <laughs> like, everyone, you're not really rooting for anyone in Cloverfield. No, that was, no. I was actually, I was rooting for the DP the whole time. I was like, <laughs> come on, director of photography. I believe you can make it. Keep running. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I will tell you, I was not rooting in any way, shape, or form for New York. And I had friends there. Still do. And just everybody that was in that movie, I was just like, if this is New York, then I kind of hate you. <laughs> you kind of suck. <laughs> and I know it's not. I know it's not real New York. That's just a yeah, bunch it is. of, it's called bunch cities, of bro. real, real idiots in their 20s. And real New York. A different New York. Now you leave New York alone. Shut your mouth. I've seen enough Law & Order SVU. I get it. You can't have 20 seasons about how shitty a city is. <laughs> And how many terrible fucking things happen, all based on true stories. So between Law and Order and Law and Order SVU, we have what approximately forty-two years worth of cases of horseshit that happened <laughs> in one fucking city. Casey, so you know what, Casey, you are blowing my mind right now because it's true. It is. It's literally the whole thing is ripped from the headlines, and it just says the city sucks. That's what it, it just is. Says the city is just murder and murder cesspool. Yeah, but yep. that, you have a rad prosecuting attorney. <laughs> Which one? Sam Waterhouse? McCoy, man. Oh, McCoy, yeah, no. player. <laughs> uh, all right. I've tried to ignore this question for an hour. Is Casey fully committed to the role tonight or just camera naked? No, he's naked. He's Don't naked. He's 100% he's, naked. He's naked. Whoa, no, no, whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa. no, 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 no. Well, the names have been flipped. I don't need to get kicked off of YouTube with this show. Um, he's naked. We're not letting that one roll. On he's naked. They both got to uh, see. I got a uh, sweet white. No, only movie. I got to see because I put you oh, in the green room, and oh, I dang. still saw your naked ass run to the bathroom. Well, you can't uh, miss it. It's so bright. Like it, I'm pretty sure I signaled an airplane. 
I I'm didn't not, mean to. Not, it just reflected out the window, and it was very uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm not saying anything because I don't want to hurt your feelings. But my, you know, I should have worn my sunglasses tonight. Yeah, no, there's a lot of colors here, and then they don't all match up. Like you know, and this is just so uncomfortably bright right here. Like as the the light is reflecting in a different way than the other side because of how white I am. I love it though. You're translucent. Okay it's it. wonderful. Before we go though, uh, maybe not uh, the horror special that you fit into, but what? Which one would you, at any age, would have loved to have been a part of? Tim, what you got? Oh, it's definitely the Boy Meets World. Uh, I know what you did last summer ripoff. Like, that oh, is man. the best Halloween special, hands down. And the fact that Will Friedle was dating Jennifer Love Hewitt at the yeah. time. So, like, I know people get really worked up. They're like, wow, he's really aggressive when he goes after. I was like, okay, well, after I found out they were dating, it kind of makes more sense. But they don't ever say that in the show. But, uh, <laughs> uh, and she calls herself Jennifer Love Pfefferman. <laughs> And they like die by like books being fallen on them. Like it's like Scooby Doo meets like it meets uh, how or every slasher you've ever seen. But like it's also <laughs> integral to the plot. Like it's this whole like psychosis of like Sean not being able to handle Corey and Topanga together. Like mm-hmm. God bless them. I don't even think that was a Halloween special. That was just they just went with an episode and and yeah. went after it. So I will say that would probably be the one that'd be the most fun. Now I will before. I go, I, you know, I got one more. The weirdest Halloween special I've ever seen is Mark Summers' Mystical Magical Special. What in the fuck? What? Yeah, I need... I need this? This? Double Dare Mark Summers. Double Dare. Yeah, Mark Double Summers. Dare Mark Summers. So I, like, you know, I was looking up, like, oh, like, best Halloween specials or whatever, and I wanted to see some I hadn't seen, like, this year. And it happens to be on YouTube. So if anyone wants to see it, it's on YouTube. It's just him and four kids in like one of the like more famous, let's call it magic shops. And it's just kind of magicians like effing about for 20 minutes. And like there's a little bit of a plot in it, but it's just Mark Summers and like he disappears for a minute. And then like the kids are kind of mad. It is, it is the weirdest like 20 minutes of television I've probably ever seen. Like I, I like because Mark Summers also doesn't like children. Like that's what right. people do. Don't, like yeah, people like Double Dare. He was like germaphobe who like hates children, doesn't want to be around him, yeah. can't touch them. But he he's, he runs. But he this... loved the, He loved the job. He loved what he did. I yeah. mean, I I love the interviews with Mark Summers to find out what have like he just the antithesis of, of what you saw on TV every time. So the <laughs> so yeah. So my favorite, um, like the Roseanne specials, is when I belong in some of my favorite. Uh, my favorite by far the Boy Meets World ones. There's like I think there's three or four. Um, but as far as the weirdest, it's definitely Mark Summers' mystical magical special. Yeah, it's pretty fucking weird, I, bro. All right, so real quick on this, as I look it up, who would you say the biggest star in the Mark Summers' mystical magic special is? It's Mark Summers. Nope. That's who I thought. They may not be star. They were. They they became the biggest stars. Christian was, Bale. No. Oh. It, that's a good guess. Jonathan Brandis. Oh, man. And oh, Sherry Appleby from Vampire Diaries. Yeah. They were, they were two of the little kids that were with Mark Summers on that show. Well, Jonathan um, Brandis, of course, bro. I mean, Sequest all day. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sequest. Well, I mean, he was, I mean, 
Never Ending Story 2. Um, yeah. He was in lots of stuff. Oh, I'm not saying he wasn't fantastic in other roles, but Sequest, for me, Sequest was a defining yeah. role. I loved him in Sequest. He talked to he was, he was what Wesley Crusher was supposed to be in Star Trek. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, he was, was a lot more part, important to it. That was the one part in Star Trek that if they could have pushed that character that way, it would have been better. Save that, because I want to have an episode where we talk about Sequest, because okay. I feel there's yeah. Fuck yes, it does. I, I love how our podcast just like, I have future episodes now. Um, <laughs> it's very bizarre, and I remembered it ever since my childhood. Uh, John says Lance Burton, or, or Jonathan Landis. Lance Burton Brandis, was in it too, yeah. wow. Okay, um, Lance so yeah. No, no, Landis wasn't in it, he meant Brandis. Um, so yeah, so reading that, and Cherry Appleby is probably the biggest star to come out of it, because... Vampire Diaries was actually a really big show at some point. For like nine seasons or something. But like the thing. candy show that Mark Summers did is probably still more popular than Vampire Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> to us. <laughs> right. I mean, um, Double Dare Forever, bro. I mean, Double Dare Forever, for sure. Between um, Double Dare and then Legends of the Hidden Temple, bring me a better one. Unless you remember the arcade game with Mikey. If you remember Nick Arcade. They played like Sonic on like arcade. I don't know. But that was, remember, they only did Sonic and arcade like at the very end. Before that, it was Paperboy. It was like all those Super NES games. It was awesome. Yeah. I need need Uh, weirdest ones. I need weirdest ones from you guys. Like I, I, I dug pretty deep for that one. I need to see. Yeah, that you, you dug like super deep, and I don't know, I don't know where else I could even go. Uh, you know what? I can it's, think like, of that's a weirdest deep, one. We a weird Halloween special. Um, you know, I, it's not. I don't know that it's weird, but it was super creepy. Um, I mean, I always remember the uh, there was a ABC after school special that they talked about worrying about what's in your candy. That always fucked me up. No, legit, it made me not want to trick-or-treat anymore. I was like, they put these terrible things in there. But now, going back and watching it, when they would have a razor blade in your candy, it was like just a normal wrapped candy. And then they would they would cut, and then they would cut back, and it would literally be like a fucking shaving razor <laughs> in the thing. And I'm like, well, that wouldn't look like that if it was wrapped properly. So that that's kind of my strangest one, because they were fucking liars. You know, it was a weird one. I remember as a kid, and this, the host of it was Shelley Duvall. Hmm. And it was like a Disney one. Okay. And also the Halloween tree was pretty weird. Um, oh. But there was, a, there was like a Disney... Oh, what was that one with Tim Curry where he plays the witch? Is it Something Wicked This Way Comes? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure. We can find out real quick. Or... yeah internet um because there's uh, like there's something wicked and then there's like there's another there's another disney special that they don't really talk about anymore halloween the worst witch the worst witch oh the worst witch was awful that was a weird one god that was was definitely weird i could now if you want to go into disney halloween that's a whole nother episode Bro, can we actually talk about the fact that Hocus Pocus focuses so much on virgins? It over Watch it the other day. Everybody. Literally ends with the virginity. He says he had to what? wait for a virgin to light a candle. Yep. That fucking Binks has to throw that line in at the end. Like, where have you been, Thackeray? Oh, I had to wait. But we're, but we're, left, to, we're left to believe that he won't be a virgin for long. Theoretically. Oh, because it was very important back in 1992 that everyone get laid. 
and they know about getting sure. laid. And if you were a junior, that was another thing about what was the Jim Carrey movie, First Bitten. So his whole thing about the fact that he was a 17-year-old virgin getting ready to be 18 was so fucked up by it. Like, what but, the fuck, society? <laughs> are we led to believe that, like, Ice and his homie, like, got laid? Because those guys Please. were a mess. Bro, they no chance. Like, they were just, hey, you got a butt? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean still counts if they're having sex with each other <laughs> that's um, true uh, yeah no valid yeah john says uh sherry appleby was on roswell by the way yes was and that was a great show too mm-hmm. um abc family quit lying dude ABC halloween tree worst. is my jam i understand but it is a weird tale it's a and weird i do one. think it should be watched though. it's not bad i don't i actually think that one's just let's say it's a halloween tale it's like a ghost story have a have cool ghost stories john that's a great point uh the 70s adams family halloween is really bizarre because it was like 10 years after the show had ended the kids are all grown up um and it, they're like kind of revisiting it's it, it's so it's star trek the motion picture yeah yeah that's that's a perfect way yeah yeah if you everyone can skip past that they i know it says number two but Mm -hmm. it's actually the first one rathacon i I like motion picture but there's there's i have to be in the right mood (laughs) i do too but i fully accept what it is you know what i mean (laughs) but that's the thing i like it as well but again i like it because it's a it is a star trek original series movie yeah. It's just a long episode that you kind of just have to kick back and be like, dude, please don't sit like that. What? Why? Because so you're super naked and I know it. And it's just What's and matter? It's weird because the way we have the screens, it's almost like your dingle dangles by Tim's head. And I just don't want that. <laughs> it actually, in fact, wait. Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey. Wait, no, I have to turn this way. <laughs> Casey, quick. Let's sandwich Tim in. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, anything can happen on Halloween. Your dog could turn into a cat, Tim Curry. It's a wonderful sentiment. Uh, I will say, um, real quick, we, we talked about the weird. We talked about the ones that we feel we'd best fit in. What is one, just give me one, that you want to be in? One Halloween special. special. I will say this. Sabrina I know the it's crazy. Witch. I know it's weird. I want to be in Charlie Brown. Bunch of kids seem like they have a really kick-ass Halloween party, and I want to go to it. Did, that- uh, did you pay attention to that movie, bro? I'm not Charlie Brown. I'm not getting picked on. Yeah. I mean, I, the Great Pumpkin is, is awesome, and... I mean, the dancing, they get they get pretty wild now. Okay, they do get down, and who doesn't and you love know, Ludwig you know on Christmas- Beethoven? You know, Christmas time is awesome too. They're raging out of Christmas time. Yeah. So we're good. Like, I need to live in that universe. Um, any of the home improvement episodes, Halloween episodes. Yes. We talked about that on his show the other day, The Perfect Ten. Um, how about you guys? What, what's a what's a Halloween one that you would like? You know, if you could, that's where you'd go. You you want to go there. Tim, what you got? So okay, so I think I, I think I had the Boy Beats World one earlier. That would be probably one for sure. Uh, one that'd be really fun to be in, in because it was so like Tom Green was uh, the Elvira Halloween special. 
Like just that like gorilla shooting they did for that one and just like be like a guy in the background with a skateboard and like Elvira just walking around like MTV. You know what? Actually, I'm changing mine. I'm changing mine. That's that's an awesome one, but I'm not changing it to Elvira. I'm changing it to any Halloween commercial from the 80s or 90s. Yeah, the Six Flags Halloween commercial. If I could be anywhere, I'm there. I am. I am forever there. The, yeah, and we used to go. We used to go to Fright Fest every year when I was a teenager, um, and it was awesome. Um, I've never been to one. I've never been to a major theme park during Halloween. We'll get back Not here so we can go. Get back here now so we can go. Um, yeah. We'll party. Um, it'll be fun. Maybe not a major theme park because it costs like $700 to get into. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I don't blame you for not going, honestly. I'm poor. Uh, <laughs> but I will say that, this. Bro. Halloween commercials from back in the 80s and 90s, the worlds, the universes that those commercials lived in were just amazing. And I love them. That, that That's the world I want to live in. All cool stuff. It celebrates Halloween. Great food. You know, always great food. Everyone was so happy. It was like a fucked up Virginia Slim commercial. You know, like, hey, smoke cigarettes. Life's great. It's like, yeah, have yeah, Halloween. Like- Everything's wonderful. Like, it was true. I think of how many kids. Do you remember when they did the uh, the costumes? Well, like at Kmart, they would be have advertisements or Sears mm-hmm. for the costumes for Halloween coming up. Those kids were so fucking happy. And they They're got to do whatever happy. they wanted. There was no question about it. They just got to go live their lives. Yeah. 80s commercials, I guess, or, you know, that was the pinnacle of humanity. It's true. Um, never, never top it. <laughs> uh, Mick, oh my God, that's so correct. The 80s Halloween's commercials are so much better than reality. 90s, too. Early 90s especially were really good. Oh, okay. Yeah, early 90s, um, yeah. Casey, Cedar Point has awesome And Halloween still costs games. money. That's so far away. I don't know where Cedar Point is. Oh, it's in Ohio. Ohio. Yeah, it's amazing. Going to Ohio. I once was fantastic. You could come to it. Michigan Adventures. I don't know if there's anything going on for Halloween, but that's a that's I, I will go to Michigan for the Dogman Adventures. That's it. Thank you for opening your house to me, Tim, and I possibly will just randomly show up one day. I'll be at I'll be at Dan's house and you'll be at Tim's and they say like, yes. Hey, I love sheds. I'm a shed guy. <laughs> well, you have to put on clothes or you are in the shed. Uh, no chance. I want to bust out uh, out of McDonald's Happy Meal trick-or-treat bucket and scatter candy ever. Can I ask a question real quick before we go? I know okay. we're running long, but it's Halloween. You know, let's have fun. Um, yeah. How are, with all the nostalgia, especially that McDonald's puts out every five minutes, how are we not getting the Halloween toys from back in the day remade? Bro, fuck the toys. Where are my Halloween buckets? Remember when I had a ghost and a pumpkin and a witch yeah. and a fucking there was something else. There was a black one. I don't know. It was a it was a ghost. A, the witch was green. The ghost was white. And the yep. pumpkin was orange. Orange. Uh, there, there was, was a black, black one. one for a little the, while. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. I think I it had fangs, but like it was very short lived. Yeah, but I just like where are those, man. I got where's the, just, my daughter to trick. Where's the Coors Wolf? The coolest Coors Wolf Man. Bring him back. Holy crap, I forgot about him. He I still have my him. Fright Night Bud Light mug with Spud McKenzie dressed as Drax. What? Bring it back. Bro. Get him. Like, I don't understand why we're not adopting this. Like, we need petitions. <laughs> Maybe because it would fucking offend somebody. I don't care. 
I don't give a shit. The Coors Wolf can't offend anyone. Hey, George, I see you. (laughs) I see you, brother. All right. I have a spare room. You're welcome anytime. Very sweet. All right. Um, Yeah. Come on, McDonald's. The scene snobs are telling you, get your shit together. Step your shit up. Come on, McDonald's. You already fucking hurt us everywhere else, bro. Really I do. mean, you keep raising your prices. Why does a slice of cheese cost 75 cents? Be logical. It's not real cheese. <laughs> George sent me the now. picture of the bucket. So there wasn't there wasn't a black one. It, the witch. What am there I was thinking a... of? Oh, no. Mac the Knife. Sorry. It was a totally different thing. I'm thinking of no, Mac, Mac the, the Knife. Knight. Mac the Knight. And it was the, the big moon head. Yeah. Oh, my God. I dated a girl one time. And my brother's, because she had like a long chin. My brother said, like, she, they called her Mac the Knight. It was funny. Um, that's brutal. That's not funny. It's brutal. I didn't she call her help it. It was kind of funny. I mean, I know, but it was Some kind of, of us with giant chins take mild offense to that. It was not. <laughs> Casey, you do not have the chin she had. Um, you, you calm down with that because it's not true. I am going to show the buckets real quick because I was thinking there was a black one. There isn't. Yeah. There, it, it was one of the witches. Uh, buckets because there were different variations oh. had a black top oh all right all right maybe um yeah. and he sent me the different it's actually a picture with all the variations um and i'm gonna put it up now for people to see because we had cool stuff but i like those little chicken nuggets that you could dress up in costumes <gasps> i forgot That's about those i had a witch chicken nugget yeah. And there was like a there was like a spaceman chicken nugget. oh i remember these things oh, I, yeah, oh, yeah there they are oh yeah <laughs> Tell me those were awesome. Those are and cool. we had so many cool things like back in the day that were like horror related, not just a horror Halloween, but remember creepy crawlers? Yeah. Creepy crawlers. It's so like they had so many fun it's like, stuff. It's like the easy bake for freaking messed up kids. Exactly. It's exactly what it was. Because you had your easy bake oven and then you had these weird spiders. And if you want to make gummies and worms. And remember you always freaked out this kid's sister. It was like ah! yeah. Well, yeah. I love that jam. The most oh, horrific toy from the 80s though is the dream phone. What was the dream phone? Do you know, uh, it's a cinemasker thing. You guys uh it, if you ever look up uh board james, uh look up the dream phone episode. Okay. I will. I'll check okay. that out for sure. Was the, dream the dream phone, phone was like it was games? one where like you like got on a phone and you had to like gossip about like it was like you tried to figure out what boy was calling you. Oh, then, I know what that was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so weird. Oh yes! yes. Yep, these things were awesome, and they made like a couple different variations of them. It's like the uh, not just for Halloween, but every like for like three years in a row, every Halloween they had some kind of monster one. And like, they were just like screwed up California raisins. <laughs> I love it. Why it was, not though, bring those back? It was at the exact same time, too. No, you're totally right, Tim. That was the same time as California raisins because they were all dancing and those ones would move versus the raisins who were, you know, functionally good singers and actual entertainers. But yeah, at some point they were. Um, not quite sure when, but uh, I am going to say I think it's time to wrap things up only because we're running long and our tv station doesn't love that because uh, <laughs> they cannot come i keep getting every time we go over which has been like every week since we've joined this tv station yep. um they keep messaging me and they're just like we can't cut you off because it it's still good like people still want to watch it but you're cutting into other people's time and i'm like 
Hey, man, we're the scene stops. We do what we want. Uh, uh, no, we <laughs> probably should be more respectful, but we love everyone for hanging out and listening, and that's what matters. True. Um, I will say, Tim, thank you so much for coming on. You know you're always welcome on. Oh, thank um, you. Amazing. It's really fun. In fact, we Love need you. to get you back on Real Combat, too, because I need another good movie to watch. Um, so, guys, thank you so much. Real quick before we go, I do have a couple of things I need to run by you guys. And that is, this Saturday night, if you're in the Virginia area, Casey and I will be live from the Hideaway Cafe. Now, you can watch us online and have some fun times from 4 to 6 p.m. But if you are in the area, I suggest you come out and hang out at the Hideaway Cafe because afterwards, we offline, we will be hosting horror movie trivia. Uh, and we have some very cool prizes and giveaways in person for you guys to come check out. We're even going to have candy dishes. It's going to be amazing. Um, I will be in costume. I'm not. Please do not go in a costume you're in tonight, Casey. It is. Children will be there. Uh, <laughs> I cannot allow this. Mixed, mixed children might be there. Chicks, yeah, yeah, they definitely will be. Yeah, <laughs> my, my child will be there, so don't Your worry. Your child will I, be there. Yep, nope. <laughs> so we gotta, um, we gotta, we gotta tone it down a little bit with the nudity. Maybe topless. I'm okay with that. I like Mitch. you. Got a good figure. Um, well, thanks, that does not buddy. Give you, that does not give you value, though. No, of course not. No, Just no. Like, my looks are only because of my meat bag. That's all it is. It's what here that matters. What? Of course, of course you went there. I love you. Um, all right. So also go check out our reviews of Dune uh, and also Night Teeth. Just check out the review, not the movie. Uh, <laughs> Bro, I don't know. I'm halfway through. I'm still enjoying it. I can't wait to go head to head to you with these reviews. <laughs> we had, yes, I do want to do that with you. Uh, we did have a very special episode of the Scene Sounds podcast that was live on Saturday night where we told ghost stories and things of like that nature because uh, we had a hiccup in our haunted house or haunted hotel uh, excursion. But we did wind up having a fun episode anyway, so go check that out. Um, if you are interested in anything Scene Snows, uh, sign up for our Patreon, merch, anything like that. Just listen to the, uh, either just listen to the end credits and we'll tell you what to do. Or just go to thescenesnobs.com. We have links there. Uh, until next time, thank you, Tim, for being on the thank show. Thank you, Tim. Is everybody? You're amazing. Tim, can You're anyone find you anywhere? Do you have stuff going on? What's your life? You guys about? are what I have going on. Let me tell you. fucking glorious, and we hope you keep coming on. <laughs> that and Tim is, uh, along with a slew of other great hosts, on uh, hashtag Sunday Scares on Twitter, every Sunday night. It's a double feature of just awesome horror movies. Yeah, we're doing a marathon this week from 12 to 12. to twelve. We're doing a Sunday Scarathon. So yes, awesome. and I'm super excited for it. It is an awesome lineup of shows, which I will put up on the scene. Sometimes uh, social media, you can follow us anywhere. Again, just listen to the end credits and you'll know where to go. Um, and then besides that, uh, I don't case. How about you, man? What you got? Got a whole lot of nothing. Love y'all. Be good to each other. Thank you. All right, everybody. Thank you very much. Um, I'll talk to you later and, uh, love you, Len. Take care. Thanks for watching everybody. I'm Mick Manhattan, scene snob, and, uh, you can check out the scene snobs podcast live every Tuesday at 9 PM Eastern, or you can check it out on any podcast platform or our YouTube channel anytime after that. Thank you to our patron supporters. Without you, this wouldn't be possible. Uh, if you guys want to join, check us out over on thescenesnobs.com. We have links for everything. Uh, the Scene Snobs merch store is open. You can check that out, too. Links again on the site. Or like, follow, and subscribe on all of our social media. Again, head over to thescenesnobs.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.